what is up you guys this is that's straight up with Gavin Newton. so we're gonna do uh quick sports updates uh courtesy of espn and other sports apps that i use we're gonna go to quick scores um on to the major league baseball giants won against the reds i think that's okay for today again the giants won uh against the reds Four wins to do. Uh, had to go two extra innings. So finish it. As the Giants by two runs. Phillies and Brewers. Phillies won by a run. The Dodgers won against the Orioles. Ten wins to three. That's the Guardians. The Cleveland Guardians won by nine runs against the Pirates. The Padres won against. The Blue Jays, with the ejection of the pitching coach whilst visiting Alec Manoa uh, during one of that um, one of that starts uh, earlier this afternoon, the Mets won by a run in a crazy game. Ten uh, Mets by eleven. Ten. Another crazy game, and this, uh, this afternoon the Diamondbacks won against the Braves by three runs. Score of 16-3. On that doubleheader, the Giants won by a run. Sweeping the like a series. Nice. The Rays are are in a bit of a hump, losing hump. And they lost against the Texas Rangers, the AL West leading Texas Rangers, five games to three. The Cubs won by 14 runs against the Nationals. Three, the Royals win. Kansas City Royals won by a run against Tigers. 11, 11 runs to 10. The Rockies won against the Houston Astros by, by a run on the score of three. The Angels of Liberty continue on the winning streak with the score of 5 to 1. The Red Sox. Lost again against the, the lowly athletic. So if we take a look at the standings today, the league leading division, Tampa Bay, still sits at the top of 60 wins and 38 losses. The Minnesota Twins are two games above 500 of a record of 49 and 47. The Rangers have a 27-game uh, um, game lead uh, of a... A good margin of victory of a 57 wins and 39 losses. On to the National League, the Braves have a 29 whopping games above uh 29 games above 500 of a record of 61 wins and 32 losses. While the Milwaukee Brewers have a 52 wins and 43 losses. That's a plus. That's a nine games above 500 leading the division. The Dodgers are also leading with the record of 55 wins and 39 losses. But as we take a look into the, into the wild card, the American, top three teams are going to come out in the American League wild card. The Baltimore, Baltimore Orioles are currently sits number two in the American League East. So that, that, takes, that takes the first um, wild card. Wild card spot for the second 
AL wildcard spot goes to the Toronto Blue Jays with 53 and 42. And lastly, the Houston Astros, who wants to make a run for the World Series again, who wants to win time. For the National League, the, the Giants and and the Diamondbacks are from the National League or the NL West with so almost an identical record with the Giants having 54 wins and 41 losses and the Gi and the Diamondbacks with 53 losses and 42 losses. That's a half game uh, ahead of the third and final spot of the NL um, the NL East, the Philadelphia Phillies, who made to the World Series almost a year, more than a year ago. Now, uh, quick scores from the the Women's National Basketball Association. The Atlanta Dream won by nine points against the Minnesota Lynx, score of 82 and 73. The Phoenix Mercury won against the Connecticut Sun, by six points, but the score of 72 76. So that is the quick sports update uh, on today's podcast. So, quick, so one of the quick topics that we're going to be talking about, and of course, it's going to be, um, um, so there's going to be three topics. So, today we're going to be talking about the Shohei Otani trade situation. The MLS versus Saudi League, uh, which which team is better? And um, I may have some not not too good of a knowledge, but we'll do our best to discuss about it. And then the NBA Summer League that recently finished NBA Summer League, where the Cleveland Cavaliers won the NBA Summer League. Uh, uh, let's let's delve into these three topics, and then we'll um talk. More about what's gonna be the next uh episode. Uh, uh, so for now we're gonna stick to the beginning of the show. It's gonna be Major League Baseball. Okay, so basketball seasons we're gonna come but basketball season's coming up soon. But we're gonna talk about the trade deadline because there's a lot of juicy information situation uh in the major league baseball uh at uh today so today is gonna be a an interesting topic so th this is gonna be about okay show hate otani okay Shohei otani the two-way player okay we're a unit okay who plays for the los angeles Angels of Anaheim. All right. So uh <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot to digest uh at this point. Okay, so trade deadline. So Shohei Otani trade scenarios, okay? Now yesterday, um a lot of news websites are have already eyed on getting Shohei Otani. Now, now the Angels have already made the decision that they're gonna be in listening mode. Now, um, 
we don't know what's that uh what does it mean of the listening mode but i think the angels are have realized that i think it's time for it's time to uh let go of And to say that it is a mistake, uh, I don't know how is it a mistake. Okay, so, so we're gonna rank these teams from bad tours, which teams that looks sexy enough, so, so big enough to to trade away um Shoyotani and get in return. So, let's take a look at the five teams. And so these are the five teams, okay? We're gonna quickly write it down, okay? So, quickly discuss about it. Okay? So these are the five teams. Just bear with me, okay? You got the worst team to be created are the New York Yankees. Regularly, the uh the fourth one is the Seattle Mariners. Um the third one are the yes, the Giants. Second are the Mets and the fifth and fifth are the Los Angeles Dodgers. Okay. I was planning to do the Red Sox, but the because of the similarities of records with the Yankees and Red, that might be like Bad idea. So, let's talk about the Yankees, okay? Let's talk about the Yankees. Why? Why the Yankees would be a worse, worse idea? Okay. So the trade trade deadline is coming up, August one, okay? August one is right around up there, okay? Now there's a lot of pundits and analysts and reporters saying that okay, New York Yankees are gonna be the first to to woo. Soil Tani. Okay. And to me, I mean there's a there's a plenty of history of the Yankees having Japanese players in uh to the Bronx Bronx Bombers. But I would caution against the Yankees, okay? Now now hear me out, why would they caution? Now some fan, some Yankee fans, if you have or LA uh, if you're an LA native and you're a Yankees fan, you must be really weird. But anyways, uh the point is gonna be why Otani may not be a Suitable player, uh, for the Yankees. Now, I get it. He is a marquee player, a superstar level player, right? But do the Yankees have a roster for a prospect that are coming up from the minor leagues that are willing to um to trade it from him? And if the Yankees, God knows it, they're going to trade there and um, to say that, okay, we want Otani, but the the money is going to be the issue because, believe it or not, the Yankees have a salary. They're a big team. They're a major market, right? But the issue with having Otani is that, yes, great, he, he, he can hit. Power or contact and whatnot, right? My biggest concern is that if Otani becomes 
a Yankee. Tony has to has to really squeeze himself to the power hitters of the Yankees, such as um you know like the well, even the rookie Anthony Baldy, Aaron Judge or Giancarlo Stanton, right? The offense is big. No, there's no doubt about it. There's gonna be massive offense, right? But if you put it in the lineup card, okay, there's nine players in the lineup card. Where would you put uh where would you put Tani? Now now if you think about it, right? There's no way you could replace one some of the players that are in that rotation, right? Now I get it that the Yankees are They're one of the worst teams in the American League. Right? Having him is a great thing. But you see him in the roster. Take a look. The roster. There's no way you put him out. You can't. There's no way, right? Rizzo is your stand. Is your regular DH. Um, Lomayo is always gonna be regular first base. The way you put Bader there, right? So, in a sense, uh, you can't take it out, right? And because again, competing on the number one spot as the ace pitcher, that doesn't sit well to a to Garrett Cole, right? And and although Higashioka would be after for him, there is no guarantee that he'll be your main starter. Okay. Now, do you think the Yankees can pull it off? I sense no, because the Yankees don't have a space. Don't have a, may have the money, but they don't have a space for money. And I would say the Yankees should be at least semi rebuilding. Now the next the next team that that is considerable to be created is um Mariners. Now there is a massive Japanese legacy the Mariners organization because of Egypt. Now there is a reason that Otani did not really want to step in the Mariners organization because there is a high level of respect. There, you guys know anime and you know, you know Senpai, they're senior. Otani considers Ichiro as his Senpai, his dearly beloved senior. Right? They, he's the one that looked up, he looked up at Ichiro, right? And Ichiro paved the way for the Jap for Japanese way to make it to the major league. So in a sense that there is great aura of having a Japanese player in the team, but to really step into in, into the shoes and to follow the steps of Ichiro would be a little too big. 
for Shoy at least. And also to show respect to their elder, uh, in a sense. Because this is, again, a Japanese man who's stepping in, if he wants to step into, you know, to break every Ichiro's uh, record. Yeah, so it's a, it's a long shot, okay? Again, the Yankees are already way too long of a long shot. The Mariners are already a short. Uh, uh, a long shot. Now, the Giants. Earlier in the program, we talked about the, the record in the regular season, right? Giants are 4 54, 54 wins. And and uh, 41 losses. So that means they're 13 games above 500. So that is actually a playoff. Albeit that they're in the wild card, right? It would certainly fit in the narrative of the Giants of having Otani being, again, nationally being a league that used to have pitchers to swing and build the universal. DH. That would be a perfect scenario for Otani, but because of the DH rules, he would still be the DH national. Not now. Do you think the Giants have a big of a pocket to be able to hand him, say, the next season be the free agent and sign him back to the Giants? Uh, I would think about it once or twice. If I were a Giants fan, I know the Giants fans are really, really excited to see Shohei, to see Giants uniform. Uh, I don't even know why I talk about the Giants uh, being an LA guy here, right? So I say to the Giants, um, hard to keep. Okay, they're in the middle. They're the loophole. They're not that. They're not as. They're not as hot and sexy, but they're not that bland and you know. Ugh. Not, not savory. Not so cool with the Giants, right? So in a sense, Giants are, yeah, they're in the middle. Not bad, not good. In the narrative of Otani, if the Giants pull it off, I, I'll give them mad respect. I can just go to the Bay Area and you know, go Giants game. I hope I don't get jumped on by a lot of Giants fans. If you're a Giants fan in the life, please don't. Bash me, don't stop. Now, the Mets. Adam Mets. New York Mets. The ugly, red-headed stepchild of the Yankees. Now, I must reiterate, Otani does not like to be in the East. Because, again, that is time zone difference from Japan and the United States, right? Now, Steve Cohen, the owner of the Mets, dude has a big, deep pocket. Can he sign Otani? Yes. And to have a one-two Japanese player uh, pitching uh, rotation, 
with him and Kodai Senga, who used to be rivals in their own league in Japan, with Kaido and Fukuoka, with Softbank and the Nippon Hand Fighters, be teammates. I think I can, I think they can, but um, how's that? How's that? Almost a billion dollars sound if you were Steve Cohen. I know that Steve Cohen is very rich, but a billion dollars to sign for Joy of Botani for the next 10 years? Uh, it's a little bit of thinking. And also, 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 the Mets. Okay, uh, if you if you take a look at the roster of the Mets. Okay. Right now, the Mets sit last in the national, almost second to the last in the National League. Right? And if you take a look overall, they almost sit ninth, the ninth worst team in the entire Major League Baseball. If you take a look at the wild card, they sit on the fifth worst teams in the the entire National League, the National League, right? Dead last in the division. Fifth worst team in the league, ninth worst team. If I were Otani, I wouldn't get the the Mets either. It's fun to have a fellow countryman to pitch with you, you know, have fun, you know, you bat it, batting for him and whatnot. But if I were Otani, I wouldn't go to the Mets because the Mets again. You're a Mets fan. You are a dysfunction. They are of the most dysfunctional franchises in the history of modern sports. Right? No consistency. They're they're injury prone. Pete Alonso has been out, and God knows when those players will return from the injury. Right? So in the IL, those that are playing in the IL, I don't I don't think they'll have chance to return. Uh, in the in the in the team before the playoffs begins, right? Being six, uh, being six games, same record as the Chicago. The last and but not the least, uh, team that would be very good, good team, have him, um, part of the uh, to win the World Series. Like I like I said. Otani has everything. He's been in the home run derby. He's won Cy, uh, Cy Young. He's been a hitting machine, making a lot of home runs, score so many runs, hit for runs, and hit for power. The team that makes sense to be traded and have value for the Dodgers, anyway, for the Angels, are our neighbor. Their neighbor. The Los Angeles, uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Who knew? Off the five freeway, right near downtown LA. Okay, Marotani. That's a good forty-five minute drive back. Okay, now, now, okay, I get it. You're a homer, Gabby. You're just a homer. You're, I know, you're a secret Dodger fan. You're just rooting for a Japanese player, a multi-generational player. The likes of the day of Nomo and Rogi Kuroda. I would say the Dodgers makes a lot. If you were the Angels, it trade virtually 
um, Shohei Otani. Not only the Dodgers still this, by that okay, we're winning business. We won the World Series two years ago. Now this is a chance to win another World Series, right? Our if our Otani and his agent and his interpreter, Angels, uh, the Dodgers, makes a lot of sense for this. Uh, the um, now, it is in a sense a perfect storm because, um, being a big, big, uh, big signing, right? They were looking for Aaron Judge last season. They were looking for Aaron Judge to move away from the Yankees. So the Dodgers, this is a chance. a chance for them to say, All right, we got a big game player. The likes of Deo Novo um, and Otani being boy, Otani is a big, big um, asset. And this is going to be a good. Good thing for the Dodgers, right? Because not only they're leading their division, let's see if they're leading the okay. They're the second best team in the national league behind Atlanta by a mere of six and a half games. Now, if you're the Dodgers, that's the team you wanted to be. The Atlanta Braves having Otani, not only you have pitching who can throw hundred miles an hour, he can strike out a lot of a lot of players. He can also facilitate the defense to play defense, right? Dodger Stadium as a home, as a home ground, is a perfect place for him to dominate because the Dodger Stadium is a pitcher's park, and pitchers like to have those kinds of parts. Where they can dominate the game, dominate the conversation. And so, if I were Joey Otani, and if I were the general manager of of the Angels, I would literally go to the phone and call the general uh, Andrew Feldman, uh, Andrew, uh, Feldman, or the whoever the GM, and tell him, "Hey, we will offer you that. That is nothing." Oh, I mean, that is something that you cannot refuse. You'll get Shoyo Tanya. You'll get your prospects. If, if I were the Dodgers, and we're talking about prospects, future prospects, that would star the Angels, no questions asked. You'll have Utani as the serviceable and powerful um If you're the Dodgers and if you're Ma Magic Johnson and his group, that's the team that has deep pockets. And they can offer Otani, like I said, north of $600 million. Okay. A conservative estimate, if I were GM of the Dodgers, to give him $900 million. It's a win win. It's a win win scenario. It's a win win for them. Because for the Dodgers, um, this is this is for them to say, all right, we have not we have we're almost there. Having Otani is like the final piece of the puzzle. Right? And 
And if you're the angels, your hopes are dwindling by the day. Start letting go of And for the Dodgers, this this makes sense because this is match in match made in heaven. Right? And being match made in heaven is something that the Dodgers clearly have it at the palm of their hands. They just gotta take it. So if you have any comments on this topic, you can all um message me or comment on the on on the video and you know see and we'll read the comments and give give our thoughts about it. Now on to the series uh on the discussion of who has the best outside the European League. One student or one people were saying, all right, Ronaldo is better than Messi. Actually, MLS is better than Saudi League. Now, do or does Cristiano Ronaldo is saying out of spite or is he saying out of facts? So, me being here, living uh, having two soccer teams, LAFC and LAFC, and watching MLS, I don't see that MLS are played by scrubs. Alright? If they were scrubs, they shouldn't be uh, playing playing the sport, okay? Now, was he jealous? Perhaps. But who is he jealous of? I, I'll tell you who's who it is? Just take a one guess. Lionel Andres Messi, okay, or Leo Leo Messi, okay, who used to play for my favorite team Barcelona and the Paris Saint Germain. Now playing for the Cia uh, in Cia, um Miami FC in Inter. Let me get the. Yes, so enter Miami FCL. Now, do you think me being a soccer fan, see MLS are a bunch of scrubs? No, it's just a different type of soccer that they play in MLS. is different than in in the United States. Now, can Messi make a run for the playoffs for MLS this coming October November? Maybe. But you don't know how are they gonna end up. Uh, how Messi will bring his team into Miami FC. For saying that Saudi League is better than MLS, I don't know if that's better. But if I do watch the video and I let you know about why it's not good enough, because we'll do it more of the week. Okay. For now, on the outside surface, I think it's a really great. 
Well, we can't we can't just say that oh um the Saudi Arabia soccer league MLS. because there's a lot of great players from MLS with Carlos Vela and the likes likes of uh, former players Landon and Clint Dempsey, uh, Michael Bradley, Carlos Vela, Richie Puig, uh, many more, many more players. So. And lastly, lastly in this episode, uh, we're going to be talking about hmm, the NBA Summer League. Now, as the NBA Summer League season ends, we begin with the winners. The Cleveland Cavaliers won by 21 points against the Houston Rockets that are rebuilding. It's a great sound. Great moment for the, for the Cavaliers to win the uh, Summer League. But will this translate to the reg- a preseason, regular season? season? We shall see. And Summer League is still a little too, too little of a, a sample size podcast for us to look into. Um, as you know, as the summer progresses, teams are gonna enter to the training camp. But we'll see more of the storylines with the NBA. Uh, when when the teams are done with the FIBA World Cup or the Basketball World Cup, that's gonna be held in the Philippines. For now, we'll we'll see what what the new season begins. And this this new season is gonna be an interesting season because of the the NBA Cup and the new uh, have been implemented in the NBA for this coming season. Uh so before we uh end this program, I just wanted to shout out to the people who listened to the first episode. So you guys, you know, thank you, thank you for you know your support and you know. I will do my best to bring really good content uh, for this podcast. Again, this podcast is out of my own passion or the love of sports or the love of, you know, watching sports uh, every single day and just listening and reading about what's happening in sports, you know. Uh, on some occasions, we'll talk more about uh, you know, other things that are outside sports. like movies. So without further ado, we're going to, announce the uh, special guest, uh, not just special guest, he will appear in uh, in this podcast as the inside and outside analyst. So the topic is going to be TBD. We'll see what this going to be, this topic going to be. Uh, we don't even, I don't even know what it is. So I'll give you guys in the loop. So just follow me on my Instagram page and in my Hopefully, I will make my new social media uh, page for this podcast. Again, please follow and subscribe on the Spotify uh, channel. Again, this uh, we will be uploading this uh, podcast every Fridays and hopefully Saturdays when time permits for myself and do two episodes per day. So for now, up until the new season of NBA and uh, all the major professional sports come back alive, We'll we'll do Friday every Friday. Yeah. So 
just want to say a quick shout out to the people that are are listening to podcasts. Uh, to all of you guys. So, you know, um, I'll see you guys next next Friday. And you know, please take care uh, as the weather gets a little hotter for the next couple of months. Please take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Uh, take care of each other and love love together and you know bring peace everyone uh and you know all all over you and all around the world and at the same time you know stay safe you know stay hydrated you know don't go don't do anything uh extraneous or strenuous that would hurt yourself out there okay so the name is gabby Duga, and this is that straight up see you soon